0: Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 122. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about prioritizing your money in six easy steps. And you're going to learn my secrets of how to prioritize whether or not you should spend on something or whether it's just dead money that you're actually throwing away. So, this comes from a listener question. And Sue wrote in and said, My husband, Tom, and I follow your podcast. He is a mechanic and told me he wants to buy new handlebars for his motorcycle. It will cost $1,800 because it involves other new parts. The funny thing is he plans to sell the motorcycle. I reminded him about opportunity cost. What more help can you give me to explain why he shouldn't buy this? Thank you, Sue. Well, Sue, I appreciate your email and that you and your husband are listeners. Thank you for that. You did the right thing to remind him about opportunity costs, but here's the deal. Putting $1,800 into handlebars on a motorcycle you plan to sell is like flushing money down the toilet. You won't get it back because when you sell the bike, someone else probably won't appreciate the new handlebars enough to pay $1,800 more. As long as the motorcycle operates well and looks nice, a buyer will wanna pay the lowest price they can. They'll look at comparable bikes with similar mileage and see what they're selling for, and that's what they'll offer you. I'm glad you brought this up, though, because it gives me a chance to delve into opportunity costs deeper, and more importantly, how to prioritize your spending and investing needs. One of the biggest lessons I learned from my parents is the need to invest on the side while you're employed. As soon as you start making money, you should be saving for retirement. You can open an IRA with earned income and you should start putting aside a portion of what you earn immediately, even if it's only a few hundred dollars. I had my first job as a lifeguard at age 16 and that's when I should have started putting 10% into an IRA. The earlier you start, the bigger the difference because of compounding. It makes a huge difference just to start a few years earlier. But back to your question. Let's look at the opportunity cost of $1,800. I always recommend the free website, moneychimp.com, and we go there and calculate how much $1,800 would grow to at 8%, which is the historical rate of return of the stock market. So, according to moneychimp.com, your $1,800 would grow in 20 years to $8,390. And in 30 years, it would grow to $18,112. So there's a real value to each impulsive purchase decision like Tom's that we make. Let's take this a step further. Let's look at how to analyze whether or not this is a smart purchase. We're gonna do that by prioritizing how we spend money so that it is on the things that matter to you, not the things that are impulsive and don't really mean anything. That way your money's going to the things that you really value and away from the things you don't value. So let's look at your financial obligations and they're just about the same for everyone. The first would be your home or shelter. The second would be having food. The third would be paying for your kids. Then I would say the fourth is your retirement savings. The fifth is your college savings. The sixth is your transportation. You need to get to and from your job. Your seventh are utilities. I live here in the desert, so air conditioning is a must during the summer for sure. If you're in a cold uh, place, you certainly need heat. And number eight would be insurance, so insuring your possessions, your car, your home, etc. Number nine, your clothing, Gotta have something to wear and look good. And number 10 would be your entertainment. That would include your TV, your movies out, eating out, things like that. Anything you do for fun that you don't have to do, but just is uh, something that's elective for you to do. So these are the 10 basic expenses that everyone has. If you don't have children, then obviously the categories of kids and college don't apply to you, but everything else does. And notice I didn't put elective items like travel on the list because it's elective. These are the 10 basic things you pretty much have to spend money on. Now, what do you value and want to spend money on? In other words, what do you choose to do with your extra money? Maybe you enjoy playing golf, so the entertainment category is a bit more expensive for you. You're buying golf clubs, paying green fees, or paying for a club membership, etc., If that's what you enjoy most, then you should have your money going there. Let's say though, you're on vacation with your spouse or partner in Mexico and go to a presentation about a timeshare. You get the idea you should buy one. After all, $10,000 seems doable to you and they convince you that you'll save money by doing this. You weren't thinking about buying a timeshare before. This is a total impulse purchase you can rationalize all the reasons why it would be so great. Great to take the kids or just the two of you, you have a luxury accommodation to stay at, it can cost less per night than a hotel, etc. cetera. But before you make this purchase, let's see where it fits in your priorities. Well, this would fit into the entertainment category, but above that category are the college savings and the retirement categories. You might be a worrier about how you're going to pay for college and retirement, but they seem far into the future, and the timeshare is something you can enjoy now. So why not go for it? Life is short, you rationalize. If you take the view of today over the future, you're adding stress to your everyday life because you will continue to stress over paying for college and paying for your retirement, which you know will come someday in the future. But the attitude of living for today will get you to spend the money every time. So what can you do? I've mentioned this in the past, but the secret is to keep one eye on today and one eye on the future. That means you don't want to do things just for today and not for the future. You want to do both. When you have that philosophy, you can make a decision that is balanced. So perhaps using that strategy, you don't buy the timeshare, but you agree to take a vacation annually and to save for it in advance every year. It will still cost you less than the timeshare because of opportunity cost. Don't believe me? Well, let's look at what the opportunity cost is of the timeshare. $10,000 at 8% for 20 years is $46,609. And that $10,000 at 8% for 30 years is over $100,000. So that $10,000 is better off being put into the college fund or the retirement fund. You'll be less stressed because you're reaching your long-term goals of retirement and college funding, and you won't have the additional annual fees of the timeshare. So back to Tom and Sue. Here's what you can do to bring yourself back from the brink of impulse spending and into the realm of spending on your priorities. Number one, make a list of your spending priorities. Do this with your spouse so you're on the same page. Start with my list of 10 items and break them down even further. You can break down entertainment into eating out, travel, TV, sports, etc. What is important to you and where do you want to spend money? If you like going to professional football games and having season tickets, then make that a priority. Number two, when you want to make a purchase over $1,000, ask yourself, where does it fit into your spending priorities? Is it on the list? If it's not, think about why you want to make that purchase. And ask yourself these five key questions before you make an impulse purchase. Number one, how will this enhance the quality of my life? If it won't, and I don't think the handlebars pass that test, then pass on the purchase. Again, how will this enhance the quality of my life? Number two, will this extend my life, marriage or health? Anything that will add to life, marriage and health should be a priority. However, be careful because you can justify things that you don't really need. You might try to justify the timeshare is a yes here, When it is really the annual vacation that is a yes, not the timeshare. Get it? Number three, what is the opportunity cost of the money? Calculate it by going to moneychimp.com. Click on calculate, which is in the black bar. It's sometimes hard to see, but it's in the top black bar. Then you put in the principal, the rate, and the years to accumulate and click calculate. Number four, will this keep its intrinsic value and also increase in value over time? Again, be honest and realistic with yourself. Tom might think the handlebars will get him more money for his bike, but the reality is they won't. Number five, is this more important than my kid's college or my retirement? The answer is usually no, but... I'm not about deprivation. I'm about balance. So what is a compromise? How about if Tom doesn't buy the handlebars and sells the motorcycle as he planned, then reinvested that money into a fixer-upper car that he could have fun updating? That would provide a return on his investment instead of flushing the $1,800 down the toilet. That $1,800 plus the proceeds from the motorcycle could launch him in a new business that he loves and be lucrative at the same time. Number six, will this increase my net worth? Always having an eye on what can increase your net worth will help you continue to build wealth and reach your financial goals and financial freedom. If you're not building your net worth, you're not becoming financially free. It's that simple. Good job, Sue, for writing in and asking a question. I'll bet you didn't expect this long answer. Thank you for letting me use you as an example to change your thinking and spending in a way that will bring you wealth instead of keeping you broke. It's all about your priorities, balance, and of course, opportunity cost. Speaking of net worth, Keep yours moving forward by getting my 11 quick financial tips to boost your wealth. Just go to lindapjones.com and download the PDF. There are quick tips there that you can implement immediately that will get you going toward those retirement goals and college saving goals that you may have far into the future, but that certainly are coming up fast and faster than you think. So go and get those quick tips and start implementing them today. That's all for this week. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.